Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <laughs> oh, this is random. It's nice. But no, it's Chris kinda... has us reunited in the oh, studio. Reunited oh, yeah. now. Don't have to draw me a picture. <laughs> oh, one good thing. <laughs> it's not like seventies wow. light rock day. Damn. <laughs> Yacht rock. Ah, Jordana and Paul, thanks for thanks for hanging out thanks with us. Paul and I are in the studio. WLTE Light Rock here, serving the Twin Cities. Tubsy at the helm. Uh, that was nice, yeah. Chris. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it has been a while since we've all been together. Just forgetting basic things. Where are the bathrooms again? I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, but I, we, you know, just listening to the news now, Amy Klobuchar is in Poland. Yeah. And as she mentioned, she was on with Vanita this morning, and we were listening to that, and she said she can't say everything on the radio. But we wanted to share some of you know what, what she's seeing there. Mm-hmm. And she was asked about China's involvement. So uh, let's play a little bit of that. Chris, you have that, clut about, uh, that, excuse me, that clip who, who um, she sees fleeing to Poland? It's mostly seniors, women, kids, people who've lost their homes, whose husbands are left behind fighting uh, for Ukraine, and all of them grateful uh, for the help from the NATO nations, uh, but also scared for the future of their own country. And thank God for Poland. Oh, I've said this and will continue to say it. Open arms, open borders, come on in. Mm-hmm. Two and a half million people have fled Ukraine. Most of those have wound up in Poland. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be interesting, too. Um, apparently, Poland wants to donate its 23 Russian-made MiGs, the aircraft, mm-hmm. to Ukraine Great. so they can have some control over the over fight. the airwaves mm-hmm. in, uh, in Ukraine. But they want – Poland wants the United States to step up and replace those, those planes. Those Don't blame m- them. With, not with MiGs, not with Russian-made mm-hmm. aircraft, but with maybe, you know, F-15s. Uh, here in the United States, and I think there's been some hesitancy on the part of the Biden administration, concerned that maybe that would ratchet up the odds of escalation, this thing turning into World War III. Haven't met one person yet who wants World War III. I know, but I was talking about this in the morning uh, without you, and and you and I can get into this also. Paul, as as human beings, though, we can't sit here and do nothing and do nothing right. that's right and sure nobody wants world war three and i i'm not saying uh, well i mean maybe i am saying that we need to get more serious about defending humanity no fly zone in, in ukraine yeah no fly zone yeah 
I understand that would provoke, but but who? We're sitting here afraid of Putin's whims. That's what we're doing. Because if he takes Ukraine, what's next? Maybe Poland. Maybe I'll hop over to Norway or Sweden. I'm just saying, like, it's it's not that he's going to be like, oh, okay, good. I just wanted Ukraine. The man's a lunatic madman. He's out for power and bloodlust. And whwhatever is prompting this, maybe he wants to leave a legacy or is dying as a terminal illness and wants to, you know, finally reunite the USSR, whatever the slights of his youth are. It's not that he's going to stop. And, and what are we doing? We're letting him set the terms of how these borders are going to be withdrawn. And is that who we are in the world? He wants to reconstitute the Soviet Union. He is still offended. We shouldn't care what he that wants. That the Soviet Union broke up. He's a lunatic. In the early 90s, right. and, and he, he wants a buffer zone wow. between NATO and Russia. Well, he needs therapy to get over it and to move on with his life. And, and that's not our problem, but the problem is with the rest of the world. And what are we going to do about it? We are just at his whims. Oh, if he stops in Ukraine, oh, okay, then it was worth it. But no, if he doesn't, is that when World War Three happens, when he now has another country under his belt? Like, who, who well, Hitler, do we want to be in the world? Adolf Hitler said, yeah, I che- I'm going right. to go into Czechoslovakia. Exactly. We need more territory. We're going to go into Sudetenland, and then I'm done. And then I'm done. And Neville Chamberlain and others said, okay, we believe him. Yeah, he seems like an upright guy. Okay, mm-hmm. let's give him what he wants. Mm-hmm. And then he invaded Poland, and that, that kicked off right. World so War II. So people II. say we don't want World War Three. Of course we it's don't. We don't want slope. it now, but what we're going to want it later when he now has the Ukrainians that he's turned over and has more manpower yeah. and has the megs that, the megs that, that they got. I mean, when, when do we stop this lunacy? But, but here's the thing. Uh, the Russian forces, their invasion has been a big belly flop. Well, sure, sure. Right? And, and, at least the traditional conventional forces have been underwhelming. And keep in mind, Russia is not China. Russia, you want to guess the size of their economy? I don't. It's 11th. It's roughly the same size. Mm. Their economy is similar to Italy's. Mm. They don't have the kind of strength and the ability to project mm. Typical strength, conventional forces like China does. Now, do they have nuclear forces? Absolutely. Do they have chemical and probably biological weapons? Mm -hmm. And that's the concern. You know, if Putin's going down, is he going to go down swinging? Is he going to remain rational? Is he going to resort to chemical weapons like like the proxies in Russia did in Syria? Are we going to hear report, wake up some morning and suddenly not only is Kiev surrounded and they're trying to starve the local population, but now they're using chemical weapons and to try to get some resolution faster. And that's what the concern is. Is that a red line for NATO and the United that, States? The if they start is, using chemical yes. weapons wow. to kill civilians in the Ukraine, at that point, does NATO step in? We have to be talking about red lines. We do. We have to. And it's it's going to have to be sooner than later. People are dying. People are fleeing. The destruction is unbelievable. And now they're talking to China. Apparently, uh, Putin, Putin has asked China for help in his war against Ukraine, including using drones, according to U.S. officials. And observers see this, Jor, as a defining moment for China and the direction China wants to go in the 21st century. Uh, U.S. officials say this is concerning. And there would absolutely be consequences for Beijing if uh, it gives the Kremlin any kind of a workaround to U.S. sanctions. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But, yeah, China's on the hot seat. They have to choose. 
Joe Lindsley is our reporter on the ground. He is in Lviv. I was chatting with him earlier today. There were air raid sirens happening. He says things have calmed down. He will be joining us on the live stream, Facebook and Twitter and here on the air next on CCO. We are back and we are live. We're live on Facebook. We're live on Twitter. We're live on WCCO radio. Paul and I are in the studio and we are now joined. And I'm so glad every time I see him and hear his voice by Joe Lindsley, who is our reporter on the ground in Lviv. He is with the Lviv Lab, an independent news organization that he founded a few years ago when he moved to Ukraine. Joe, it is so wonderful to see you. Hey, great to see you all. Thank you for, for letting us speak to you and share the stories of Ukraine with America. So, Paul, when I was talking to Joe earlier today, he said there were air raid sirens. So tell us what is happening in Lviv today. Well, you know, when we spoke last week, we had a period of calm here. It was was the first time since the war began for about five or six days we had no air raid alerts whatsoever. And then the past three days from about two o'clock in the morning or two or three in the morning until 8 a.m., three days in a row, the entire city has been sheltered. Uh, And and sort of the, the climax of that was Sunday. It was the second day of that. When uh, Yavariv, which is a, 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 mil- a, a military base halfway between Lviv and Poland. So it starts maybe about 35 miles from Lviv and the Russians attack that. Uh, that's uh, I'm sure you've read all the news about that today, but it's very notable because, I mean, for, for eight years since the Euromaidan revolution, almost eight years, NATO and American, for- American Marines and others have been training and working with Ukrainians at that, uh, at that base. And a lot of the foreign fighters coming in from all over the world we're coming in the past weeks into that base. And so uh, the, the fact that Russia, uh, the, you know, Russia, the fact that Russia targeted a base that's so close to Poland, if they had missed, they could have hit NATO territory. I actually was uh, very near that base uh, last spring. I went uh, into the forest on a, a hike and a picnic with friends. And, uh, and it's, you know, the, you, we had Polish cell service. So it is very interesting how close they, they, they were willing to get. Um, and, you know, I will say in that, when I was there in the summertime, uh, there are some old, uh, there's some Jewish cemeteries there, and there's a lot of reminders of what happened in World War II. And there were villages that were, the Jewish populations were completely wiped out by the Nazis. And I remember walking through those forests just a few months ago, trying to imagine wartime in that peaceful land. And, and, and I could never have imagined this moment, and now we don't have to imagine because it's returned. Joe, I'm curious, what, what is the mood of the people in Lviv? I mean, uh, I, I know Ukrainians are, are stoic and they're fierce and they're doing everything they can to protect their, their homeland and their hometowns. Mm. But um, talk a little bit about the mindset. And is it a siege right now in Lviv? Are people being fed? Is there enough water? Is the power staying on? Yeah, uh, Lviv is completely functioning. Uh, you know, there's a siege in Mariupol, which is on uh, totally surrounded by the Russians and, and, and being constantly attacked. And they have limited access to the outside world. Uh, Kharkiv has been under fire in the east. Uh, but Lviv is, is, is normal. In fact, well, with, with one major difference, uh, the city feels very different because there are so many foreign journalists and diplomats and Everyone in the city comments that, you know, you go to your usual places and we don't recognize all these people. Uh, so, so the city has taken on a different, a very different atmosphere. So it feels extremely foreign. Uh, strangely, over the weekend, for the first time, music returned to the streets. Um, maybe because people have to go on, people want to make money. But even after that horrible uh, uh, strike on the airbase, which ha- about half of the city could feel their houses shake, those who lived on the western side of the city, 
could feel the, the impact of those explosions. Some of those explosions were Ukrainian air defense and some were the, you know, the Russians being successful. Um, so, Paul, I'll say Lviv, it's, it's, it's like being – it's the same city, but it's like it's, it's, it's ripped from the pages of a different book right now. It's very strange. Uh, Ukrainians uh, are – I mean, like now this morning at 2 a.m. when we were awakened again, the whole city is listening together. Uh, everyone is texting with each other, saying, do you hear anything, uh, and sort of communicating in this network of friends and family and, and sort of the civil society. Uh, so Ukrainians, the the Leopolitans, the, the people of Lviv, we've been preparing for weeks. A lot, you know, at the train station where there were tons of refugees, a lot of that has been cleaned up. Uh, they have moved significant numbers of refugees away to safety, women and children. And so there is a sense of, of readiness here for, for what might come. Tell us about the president. I believe I saw him walking around the city of Kiev uh, this weekend. What do you hear mm. from him? Does he remain safe? What's the latest? Well, I think and the thing I, I, I realized, you know, his actions are impacting individual Ukrainians and sort of giving them courage. And when I, you know, you ask Ukrainians, what are they feeling? You know, in fact, I, maybe I mentioned this to you last week, but the there was an American. We have a lot of Americans sort of showing up here. An American reporter asked if it was safe to go to Kiev. And one of the Ukrainians in our team responded, as long as our president is not only there, but walking the streets, you know, Kiev stands and, and it's and it's safe. Uh, Kiev has been in this very strange waiting period. There is this this column of you know Russian tanks and apparatus uh, starting about 15 miles north of Kiev. It's been sitting there. Ukrainians haven't attacked it, and it's just waiting. And so Kiev feels like it's a hornet's nest now, um, waiting for something to happen. Um, but but the president, I, I would say Zelensky, continues to inspire uh, regular Ukrainians. I would. Today, uh, an American called and I was, I was with a group of Ukrainians and this uh, American from Texas said, you know, how are you guys doing? And one of my Ukrainian friends said this. He said, I'm good. I'm good because we have a war with Russia for freedom, for our values, which is why I'm happy, because everything is clear. And, and there is, this, you know, there, I mean, there's a lot of suffering here, as we see, but there's a strong sense that this was going to happen sometime and people are ready for it. And I think a lot of that energy comes from Zelensky's attitude. Yeah, I mean, the, the resistance, uh, some people are saying this is going to be uh, Russia's Afghanistan. I, I've heard that, that uh, good luck occupying long term Ukraine. It, it would take hundreds of thousands, possibly a couple of million of uh, Russian forces to do that. I'm, I'm curious, do you hear the, the same things that we hear from the press, Joe, in terms of the longer this drags out, drags out, the more desperate Putin may be to score a win. And the only way he may be able to get a win is if he ratchets up the weapons, whether it's chemical or biological or, God forbid, even tactical nukes or we're hearing reports, not in Lviv, Lviv, but but also in some of these other cities around Ukraine, of mm. indiscriminately targeting civilians. I mean, specifically targeting mm. civilians to make a point to instill terror. How how are people on the street taking this? Well, I mean, and, and from from moment one, from the first attack on Kharkiv when this began, uh, civilians would, would have been the main target. Uh, you know, in that sense, the attack on the military base here was sort of unusual. Uh, uh, and we see uh, evacuation corridors have been have been targeted. Uh, and so, I mean, the, the, I mean, and the comparisons to Hitler have been clear because it, it, there's been no regard for civilian safety. Uh, and, uh, and we see this right in the past week in the suburbs north of Kiev. 
where there's been intense fighting, where citizens and foreign journalists have been killed. Uh, there, and, you know, I, look, I was talking with friends in Sweden um, a couple of days ago, and they say the Swedes are on higher alert, that people are being called up to the military reserves there. It's not being widely reported. Really? Um, but but other, other neighbors in Europe are beginning to, to, to worry and say, you know, will this, and this is what the, the refrain of many Ukrainians is, you know, they think that today, you know, Ukrainians feel that they're fighting for the West and, and because that they don't think that Putin would be stopped if, if he could succeed in taking this country. And I think that attack so close to the Polish border, uh, you know, s- suggests that he might have bigger designs. Joe, I'm following on social media, and I know you posted this past weekend that your Facebook had, sh- had been shut down and possibly your Twitter. Who is shutting these down and do you feel that you can still give information out, true information from where you are? Well, this is why uh, primarily we've been posting our content on, on our Telegram channel where you can reach your users directly without algorithms. And, and Telegram might have some Russian connections, so we never use that for private communication. Uh, we only use Signal, but for public broadcasts, we use Telegram. Uh, we had a Ukrainian Freedom News page on Facebook, and we had just started it, and we got shut down within maybe, I guess, two days. And frankly, we haven't, I haven't had the time to challenge or fight it. Uh, we, you know, there's not, so instead, we're, we have to be mobile and move around to as many cha- uh, channels as possible. So we have that landing page, LvivLab.com, which is hosted in America, where we can hopefully always get information out uh, no matter what happens. Joe, how, how are you doing? Are you getting enough sleep, enough to eat? I mean, I'm, I'm just amazed at the reporting that you're doing, and we're so glad to have you on our air, so glad that you're safe. Um, but how are you doing? Well, for one, I'm, I'm, if I ever get too tired or want to complain, I mean, the energy of the, my, my, my team of Ukrainians around me here in our newsroom, in our bunker, and all, all of the friends I've made the past two years when I got accidentally stuck here in the pandemic, uh, everyone has rallied together to help each other and, uh, and, and even just to encourage each other. Uh, so, so, and I feel so in that sense, I feel I'm meant to be here the past three days. Uh, you know, we have no, hardly anyone's got enough sleep and we're all reminding each other we have to, and I haven't been able to go running in three days, which I was even doing, you know, during the war, we have to stay fit and healthy. Should the worst hit the city. And, and, and we, we do try to remind each other this. So after I get off of this, I will, I will hopefully be going to sleep with no air raid alarms tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Thank you for staying up late with us. Yeah. Get some rest. But every day that I can check in with you or see you on Instagram is a good day. I can breathe a sigh of relief. Uh, so thank you for keeping us posted. And we're going to keep checking in with you. Oh, thank you so much. And I would say if your viewers have any questions about Ukraine and you know things that I can think of in advance, I'd be happy to. Uh, you know, we've got a great team here. We'd be happy to try to help answer Americans' questions. Should they go to LvivLab.com, L-V-I-V-L-A-B.com? Absolutely. And then you can click, uh, click on our Telegram channel and send us questions there. And we'll be happy to, uh, to, to do what we can God to, to share you. the reality of this. Yep. God bless you, Joe, and, and God bless the people of Ukraine and everybody who's supporting Ukraine. So thank you for joining us today on CCO. Be safe. Yeah, thank you both. Dobobachina from Ukraine. Yeah. Till next time. Thanks, Joe. Till next time. I, I, he is, is so inspiring. Just his energy. It's 1130 there or midnight there. Like I, 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 he's always so positive and so, you know, that they're going to be victorious. They're going to prevail. It's going to be ugly, but they're going to prevail. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Quick break on CCO. We'll be right back. Thanks for watching. 100 digits of pie. 3.1.
1.414159. This is pi followed by 2653589. Circumference over diameter 79. Then 323. Where in the world did you, did you find, you this? find this? this? is frightening. Four, three, and now we're on a spree. 38 and 32. Now we're blue. Oh, who knew? 7950 and then a 2. 88 and 41. So I shouldn't be surprised that there's a song. Because people love Pi Day. My 11-year-old loves it. She knows this by heart. Stop it. I kid you not. She knows well. She'll do very well in life. Right. Well, I didn't realize that, like, Pi Day was just like, oh, 3.1. I didn't realize this was like a creepy song. I I was like, oh, you guys will like this. I didn't realize. But then again, yeah, your kids are a little bit older than mine. I mean, she's 11. Oh, she loves this. Dwight Schrute from The Office said, it's Pi Day. Uh, No. Pi's first seven digits are 3.141592, which means the only legitimate Pi Day ever in history was March 14th, 1592. 3.141592. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I'm, that's I'm also from a guy who would yeah, – he'd have beat hey, pies. I mean, does he really have that much credibility? I'm going to trust Dwight on this, okay? He looks trustworthy. I wrote you a, I wrote you a quiz. Okay. Did, really? Are you re- could, yeah. Are you oh, ready? Oh, Chris, if you did, most of them are true false because it was a little technical and I'm not that smart. Yeah, okay. God knows I don't do math. I okay. don't do numbers. But um, so if you disagree with Paul, you get to jump in and then you can have the, the contrary. Well, if it's true or false and he gets it wrong, then okay. I mean by process of elimination. Right. right. Okay. So are you ready? No. Okay. You never are, my no, friend. No, never. Since the exact value of pi can never be calculated because it goes on forever – we can never truly find the accurate area or circumference of a circle. Is that true or false? It's false. Do you want to jump in and take the uh, opposite? I will say it's true. It's true. <laughs> See. And again, I don't really know. You know, this is just I Googled it and found some pie facts. So apparently many mathematicians believe that it's more accurate to say that a circle has infinite corners than it has no corners. Isn't that interesting? Infinite. Infinite corners. Then no corners. What is infinite, though? The human brain cannot grasp I cannot. the infinite. I, I cannot because I, no. I don't even infinite really know what pi in, is. Infinite sounds intimidating, though. It does. Yeah. So there you go. So we can never truly find the circumference of a circle. Sweet Isn't that weird? That how do engineers build buildings? Don't, don't how, the or That's why they crumble, I guess. I have no idea. Wow. That, that there, explains a lot. Art. It's all coming together now. <laughs> yeah. This is why everything falls apart. <laughs> Okay, There's great. an art, not just a science. Oh, There's an yeah, art. Okay. Yeah, okay. The Greek letter pi means infinite. True or false? Oof. Do you want him to go first? You want to defer? I'm not feeling lucky now. Yeah, you're not. Not St. Patrick's Day. That's coming you, up. You go, Chris. Oh, man. I, the Greek letter pi means infinite. I'll say true because you just said the word infinite. I'll go opposite? with false. It's false. Yeah. Oh. I just made it up. Sorry. <laughs> I just made it well, up. You just made it up. Thank you, Wait Chris. A just made it up. Take it one for the team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the, I, the Greek letter pi is just a letter. It's yeah. just, it's, it doesn't I mean anything. It has a meaning. No, yeah. I just made it up. So right. I, well, I was trying right. to trick you, and I, well, I tricked him. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's not tough. So get this. Maybe your daughter would know the answer to this. There is an entire language made from the number pi. Ugh. Some people love pi enough to invent a dialect. It's called pilish. The numbers what? of letters in each word match a corresponding digit. So, for example, the first word has three letters. 3.14 has three letters. The second one has four. The fourth letter has five and so on and so forth. So the true question here is, are people really this passionate about pi to create their own language? Yes. 
Yes. It's true. I, I would say yes. That it's sounds tr- like something true. somebody would yeah. obsess over. There I mean, is a language called Pilish. I like, Pilish? To, I like to nerd out on stuff, yes. but this is a whole new level Pilish. of nerding out. Yeah. If I say if I Pilish and I don't know what I'm going to get, I'm almost scared. Pilish. 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 Okay, ready? Yes. That's, Paul go. got that one. He's got two. Yay. Congress passed Resolution 224. Congress hoped that celebrating Pi Way would cultivate a higher level of enthusiasm for math and science among American students. That's why they created uh, the resolution. Hmm. But they designated March 13th as Pi Day because they couldn't decide in a truly bipartisan fashion if it was 314 or 313. Oh, God help us. That better be false. Really? No. I'm, I'm going to say no. true because it sounds just ridiculous. It's got to be 314. Because Congress is so impotent yeah, well, and right. But he's right. I wouldn't it put is. that past Congress, but... <laughs> well, it's got to be it's 314 because you, you, you round up. It's false. 3.1434. <laughs> but there is a oh, resolution, 224, to get kids more excited about it, but it is on today. It's 314, yeah. That's, yeah. A pie, that's a pie way to hell right there. <laughs> I just have to take a crack at Congress. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, you, know, you they're, did. They're disappointing in every way. It wouldn't shock me if they act, how many billion, actually... How many billions of dollars did they waste to come up with that? <laughs> Givenchy... Sells, sells a men's cologne <laughs> named Pi. The company markets this product as capable of enhancing attractiveness of intelligent and visionary men. True or false that there is a Givenchy cologne named Pi? I'll let you go, Paul. I hope that's not true. I'm going to go with false. I'm but- going to. I'm going to say true because again, that sounds just ridiculous enough that it would be true. It's true. It is true. There's <laughs> a really a cologne called Pi. <laughs> And you smell like math? Say, what do you see? You smell like math. Congratulations, you smell like nerd. Nothing. No greater turn on. Oh my. That's so good. I look I get a whiff of you. I want to do trigonometry. That is good. I like it. Body odor and desperation about it. Kinda sexy. Kinda sexy. Underscore the desperation. And because you requested a pie question, what is the most caloric slice of pie? Highest calories? Yeah, I'm not giving you a multiple choice. You just guess. Uh, That'd be something with whipped cream, right? I mean, boy, oh boy, it wouldn't be apple. Apple's almost healthy. Okay. Um, <laughs> almost. I know, right? Doused in cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Come on, give me a hint. Okay, fine. Is it French silk? Is it key lime? Or is it pecan? And by the way, the listeners say that it is pecan, pecan, not pecan. It's pecan. It's pecan. It's pecan. So, so French silk, mm-hmm. key lime, or pecan? I'm going to go French silk. Yeah, I would say the other two have fruits in them, so I would say French silk. Nuts have health benefits, but they're high in calories. The pecans, the sugar, the butter, the pie crust, 500 calories pecan? per slice. It pecan is, is higher? How big is that slice, really? though? I mean, what if you have a small slice they're and a peanuts. bigger slice? According to Shape Magazine, over 500 calories oh, a Look slice. at my shape. I'm no, they're pecans. Magazine. They're not peanuts. Well, they're pecans. <laughs> they're in the peanut family. <laughs> All right. I got one more. Okay. Uh, Sorry to hear that. Albert Einstein <laughs> and Stephen Hawking both died on Pi Day. True or false, meaning March 14th. That's just weird enough to be true. I'm going to say false. I have a feeling it's true. It is false, but you were close. Albert Einstein was born on March 14th, 1879, and Stephen Hawking died on March 15th, 2018. Really? So surrounding Pi Day, but I just wanted to check you I figured one of them would have been the 313. Yeah, oh, yeah, mathematician. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Paul, that's – wow. Yeah, that is Good. freaky. I, I'm out of questions. Okay, thank you. You, you did poorly. I, well, <laughs> better than, actually better than average. I don't know. Chris, how did we do? Were you keeping score over there? I 
kept score up until it was 3-3, and then I just figured just I just want to be a t- – I don't want anybody to go away feeling sad. Yeah, that's right. Well, good job. That was fun. Now you've learned a lot about pie, and we'll start, we'll start speaking pie-lish on the show. I'm, I'm going to search for that cologne from Givenchy. <laughs> I want to smell like math. Smell like smart people. Yeah, yeah I wonder what that's like. Make I sure have no math. idea. I have no idea what it's like to smell like that. I think like that's that. what Maxie uses. He probably does. Yeah. Mike Max, up next. Just a fire hose of sports. There's always a fire hose of sports right. updates and uh, breaking news. Maxie Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group at Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Maxie, I'm just curious uh, what's going through your brain. The extension for Kirk Cousins, $35 million, one-year extension, and the Twins making some big-time trades with the Yankees. Um, no more Josh Donaldson, right? No more Josh. We're not joshing it. Donaldson's gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Cousins, I've said all along on this radio station and on TV that he'd be back as the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. Yes, the did. reason that I said that was because I knew on the inside that he was being leaned on a lot and his opinion was being valued. And then I saw that he got some things done that he wanted to get done. And so I knew that he was coming back to play quarterback. This is just an extension that gives him more salary cap space. And there's no downside really to having him for the next two years. Years. He's not out of his prime. Quarterbacks can play for a long time, and they don't have anybody on the horizon that looks like they're knocking on the door to supplant him as the starting quarterback. So I think he played his cards right. The other piece to it that maybe people are not aware of, again, the inside stuff, uh, is that I think some, he knew that his teammates expected him to rework his contract in some respects. They thought, if we're going to win, we need to add some free agents, and you're, you cousins are the most logical to redo your contract to give us some salary cap space. So I think he felt that as well. And then he, he held out a little bit and got some things done that he wanted to get done because he knew he was in a power position. Uh, and at the end of it, I'm not surprised by any of that. I'm more surprised that the twins are, are, are making all these trades because uh, I thought they'd go heavy under into free agency here and just start signing players. And instead, it's been a uh, it, it's been a trade bonanza, not just for them, but for yeah. many teams in Major League Baseball. And, and uh, and Donaldson uh, uh, for Ursula and, and uh, uh, Sanchez is, I mean, Donaldson, I like Donaldson when he was here because of his competitive, he, he, he was all in, but he, he didn't really produce um, something that would parallel his contract. So I, I don't know that that's a huge loss. It's hard to say uh, if he's still got prime left in him or if he's on the on the downward slide of his career. I know you got Giselle on your uh, cell phone. Um, yeah, right? You guys are texting. A mm-hmm. favorite. Uh, Which Giselle? Giselle <laughs> Brady. Which Giselle? Yeah. Which Giselle? <laughs> Such a uh, good response. We only have a minute, but can you speculate, theorize why Brady is coming back for one more year? Make it an even 23, 23 seasons? Why? Hang on. I'm just thinking about Giselle for a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, no. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. <laughs> when the philosopher asked why, the student says, why not? I think that's what, that answers it for Brady. I think you get the – you know, I remember Brett Favre had one of the best lines when he was contemplating retirement or coming back. He said, I can go play golf. But it ain't quite the rush as having a 300-pounder chasing you that might end your career as it is hitting her driver. I'd rather no. have the, there, there, there's more adrenaline in the 300-pounder. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's it for Brady. He realizes that you only get so many so many whacks at the pinata, as they say. The adrenaline high. Yep. You know, that's true. If wow. you play, yeah. Hadn't thought play. Of it that Got to live while it's here, right? Yeah. Maxie, you're, you're the best, amazing. Maxie. Thanks, guys. Thanks, All Mike. Right, you got it. Timberwolves pregame tonight at 7 o'clock, so we won't see Maxie here on the station. But, of course, you can see him on TV. Mm -hmm. The news is next on CCO.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.